Welcome to Book Delight with Chrissy Wright, the podcast where readers can be all kinds of ways and books really are magic. I'm your host, Chrissy Wright. I'm an elementary teacher librarian in the Pacific Northwest. On this show, I aim to connect you and the kids in your life to more books you love. If the idea of blowing up your kidlit TBR appeals to you, you're in the right place. This month on Book Delight, we are talking all things chapter books. What are they? What distinguishes them from middle grade or early readers? And which ones are fabulous? Today, we're going to pay special attention to that last question. We have got a book list episode featuring a stack of 13 chapter books that are fabulous as read-alouds. Now, nine of today's titles are series starters, so all in, you will walk away from today's episode with a teetering tower of chapter book recommendations. The best feeling, right? If you missed last week's episode and are wondering what I mean by chapter book, I'll recap. Chapter books are highly illustrated books with one big story told across several chapters that typically range in word count from 2,000 to 10,000 words across 150 pages or fewer. They are often written with readers between ages four and nine in mind. And if you want more detail and context for this definition, go back and listen to episode 13. For today, you can expect recommendations that fit within these terms. So within that category, what makes for a good read aloud? My very favorite chapter books to read aloud are ones with irresistible narrative voice that either give kids the giggles or give them that propulsive feeling of what could possibly happen next, or preferably ones that do both of those things. So without further ado, let's get to the books. I am sharing today's books in four categories. They are sweet and cozy, silly animal stories, magical adventures, and big time belly laughs. So let's start out with stories that are sweet and cozy. The first sweet and cozy story I wanted to share with you today is Our Friend Hedgehog, The Story of Us by Lauren Castillo. This is the first in the Our Friend Hedgehog series of which we have two books so far. This story is a bit of a mystery adventure meet cute for a group of unlikely friends. In this book, Hedgehog's beloved Stuffy goes missing, so she embarks on an epic quest to find him. Along the way, she befriends a mole, an owl, a beaver, a hen, and a girl. Yes, we will get a happy ending for the Stuffy, but even better, we'll get the happy discovery of these new friends. The black and white illustrations throughout are as charming as can be, and they really add a layer of extra warmth to the story. This one has become a beloved class read aloud for some of the first grade teachers at my school, and I would especially recommend it for that age group. That was Our Friend Hedgehog, The Story of Us by Lauren Castillo. The next sweet and cozy story I want to recommend is Cornbread and Poppy by Matthew Cordell. This one is the first in the Cornbread and Poppy series, of which we have four books so far. Here we have a new addition to the pantheon of kidlit odd couple friendships. In this case, a friendship between two mice. In this story, Cornbread is a planner, 
And Poppy is not. Winter is approaching and that is going to be a problem. But Cornbread and Poppy are friends. So begins a tag team adventure up the mountain in search of food for Poppy's winter stash. The gentle dialogue and ink and watercolor illustrations are perfect companions in this series. And if you love this one, you will adore reading further in the series for Cornbread and Poppy's odd couple antics at the carnival, at the museum, and in a bike race. That was Cornbread and Poppy by Matthew Cordell. The next sweet and cozy story I'm so excited to tell you about today is The Apartment House on Poppy Hill by Nina LaCour. This one, I'm afraid, is not out yet. I'm sorry, but it is coming soon. It comes out on November 7th. I adore Nina's young adult fiction, so I have been very curious about this one. This is the book I wanted to read so much that I signed up for an Edelweiss account to get access to the eGalley, then repossessed my kid's nine-year-old horribly cracked screen iPad so I could download the Kindle app and read it, and it was all worth it. It's so good. If you are a Vanderbeekers fan like I am, and you worried you would never have room in your heart to fall in love with the cast of characters in an apartment building again, good news for you. Just like having children, the love in your heart can expand with a whole new cast of characters that you will just adore. You're going to fall in love with the residents of 1106 Wildflower Place. For this book, picture a San Francisco row house, a la Full House, and a protagonist who's curious and confident and a little bit of a busybody. We've got major Eloise vibes here. In this story, Ella helps the residents of the building navigate the various challenges they encounter, from a stubborn oven to an emergency dog walker shortage, all the while honing in on the central mystery of just who are these residents of the top floor apartment. I fell fast and hard for this one. From the rhyming names of the downstairs neighbors to protagonist Ella's assured rituals with how she greets the neighbors in the building. The narrative voice here is immersive and charming, and Ella is a heroine who carries the story with gusto. This book also has great incidental representation of a range of marginalized identities, including racial identities and LGBTQ representation. You are going to want to pre-order this one for your library collection, home read aloud, or classroom. I know I did. It is pure, cozy delight. That was The Apartment House on Poppy Hill by Nina LaCour, out November 7th. Okay, our next category today for chapter books that are fabulous read-alouds is Silly Animal Stories. The first silly animal story I want to share with you is Rabbit and Bear, Rabbit's Bad Habits by Julian Goff. This is the first in the Rabbit and Bear series with a total of five books in the series. Look, I'm utterly incapable of playing favorites when it comes to books, but this might be my all-time favorite chapter book read aloud. We've got a predator and prey turned woodland besties scenario here. When I talk about this one to kids in my library, I tell them, this book has a grumpy bear and a silly rabbit who are best friends, and you need to read it 
to find out the funniest fact you will ever learn about rabbit poop. And that's it. The book is snatched out of my hands and other kids come flocking towards me asking for more copies. The Kirkus review of this one says, young readers will come away with fresh insights into both poo and peacemaking. So that's really the tone that you're getting here. This one has illustrations on every spread. You could read it aloud in one sitting, or you could spread it out over a few sessions, but be ready because your readers will want the next in a series immediately, so it's best to just get them all right now. That was Rabbit and Bear, Rabbit's Bad Habits by Julian Goff. Okay, the next silly animal story I want to share with you is Megabat by Anna Humphrey. This is the first in a four-book series. In this story, when Daniel moves to a new house, he discovers that a cure to loneliness is an itty-bitty bat with a mega personality. Daniel first discovers Megabat because of the puddle of bat tears left from Megabat's despair over missing his faraway family. Cue a quest to discover where Megabat comes from, Borneo, maybe, and help him to return. In this book, Megabat steals the show. He's a bat who loves Darth Vader and apple juice boxes, and his dialogue is in his own batty kind of dialect that would make such a fun read aloud. The art here adds an extra layer of warmth. To me, it really strikes as Oliver Jeffers' shapes for people delivered in Peter Brown's pencil strokes. When I posted that I had picked this book up, several people chimed in right away with their abundant love for this series. So if you, like me, are late to the Megabat party, consider this your nudge to pick it up and you will be delighted. That was Megabat by Anna Humphrey. Okay, the next silly animal story I want to share with you today is Frank and the Bad Surprise by Martha Brokenbrough. This is the first in the Frank and Puppy series, of which we have two books so far. In this story, Frank the Cat is a bit of a curmudgeon, but he has it pretty good. He's got toys. He's got the good cat food. He has got peace. But then his people bring home a surprise, a bad surprise, a (gasps) dog Read to find out how Frank and the dog go from enemies to furry friends with a text package and narrative voice that feel really similar to Mercy Watson. This one also has really great incidental LGBTQ representation. That was Frank and the Bad Surprise by Martha Brokenbrough. The next category of chapter book read-alouds I want to share with you is Magical Adventures. In that category, the first book I have for you is Fabled Stables, Will of the Wisp by Jonathan Oxier. This is the first in the Fabled Stables series, of which we have three books so far. In this story, protagonist Augie has recently arrived at the stables as caretaker to its menagerie of magical creatures. Every now and then, though, the stables kind of shudder and shift and make room for the arrival of a new creature, and that means it's time 
for Augie to go on a quest to fetch that creature and bring them safely back to the stable. So read to find out if Augie can complete the journey and make it back to the stables and along the way fall in love with his sidekick, Fen, who is a literal stick in the mud. This one has full color with really vibrant jewel and sunset tones. And this would be a great fit for young readers or listeners who crave page-turning action along with their lovable characters. This one has reached chronic reread status in our house and has also been a hit in as a classroom read aloud for kindergarten and first grade classes in my building. That was Fabled Stables, Will of the Wisp by Jonathan Oxier. The next magical adventure I'm excited to bring you today is The Story of Gumluck the Wizard by Adam Rex. This one could actually be perfect for spooky season because she's got pumpkins, she's got a hair-haunting ghost, and she's narrated by an old lady raven with a whole lot of voice. I don't often love publisher copy about a book, but in this case, it's playful and really hits the right tone, so I'm going to share with it. I'm going to share it with you. The publisher says, This is a story about magic, if you like that kind of thing. It's also a story about a ghost with amnesia, an unpopular fairy, an ungrateful town, and a wise and helpful raven, who happens to be a pretty good storyteller. But mostly, it is about a friendly little wizard who lives inside a big hill and really, really, really wants to be a hero. This tall tale about a short wizard would be a perfect follow-up for your fabled stables fans. What do you know? That was The Story of Gumluck the Wizard by Adam Rex. Okay, the last magical adventure I want to share with you is, fortunately, The Milk by Neil Gaiman. In this story, when a family runs out of milk for the cereal, you would not think the solution would involve pirates and piranhas aliens and dinosaurs, time travel, and love. But in this case, it does. Read for a madcap adventure like no other, delivered with playful language and detailed black and white cartoon illustrations. While all of the books today are great to enjoy in physical book format so that you can experience the art along with the words, I want to note that the audiobook for this one is particularly delightful too. Neil Gaiman narrates, and it is a treat. That was, fortunately, The Milk by Neil Gaiman. The next category that I want to share with you today is Big Time Belly Laughs. All right, the first belly laugher that I want to share with you is Dory Phantasmagory by Abby Hanlon. This is the first in the Dory Phantasmagory series, of which we have six books. Book six just came out in September, so while Dory has been around for a minute and you might have met her before, I wanted to bring it top of mind here because we have a fresh Dory adventure. The book opens by defining the word phantasmagory as, quote, a dreamlike state where real life and imagination are blurred together. And that is what we have here. It's a palimpsest of the quotidian happenings in the life of six-year-old Dory and the things she imagines to be happening. The story is narrated by Dory herself. She's kind of like a Don Quixote of the family. 
Uh, and her energy and conviction come flying off the page. If you want a gentle, demure, or proper protagonist, do not read this book. You will hate it. But if you want a character whose chaos tumbles off the margins and who you will deeply love anyway, Doria's for you. Now, six books in all their glory. That was Dory Phantasmagory by Abby Hanlon. Okay, the next belly laugher I have for you today is Jojo McCoon's The Used to Be Best Friend by Don Quigley. This is the first in the Jojo McCoon series, of which we have two books so far. If you want Junie B. Jones level swagger from an Ojibwe seven year old sharing her experiences on the reservation where she lives, read this book. In this story, Jojo is having a tricky time because her former best friend, Fern, has ditched her. This is a super relatable problem for so many kids. Jojo's cat bestie, Mimi, is great and all, but she really needs to figure out all these people things. My kids and I especially enjoy this one on audio. It's a bite-sized 52-minute listen. And if you're thinking of reading this one aloud, you might enjoy doing the audio first so you can learn pronunciation of Ojibwe words that are integrated into the text. I learned a ton from listening. That was Jojo McCoon's The Used to Be Best Friend by Dawn Quigley. Okay, the last belly laugher I have for you today is Pets Rule, My Kingdom of Darkness by Susan Tan. This is the first in the Pets Rule series, of which we have four books so far. This book is so funny. I could tell from the cover art that we were going to have a chihuahua humor vibe here. So to be honest, I went in with my eyebrow raised because that is deeply not my thing. But the setup And the characters' voices are done so well that I found myself laughing out loud from the very first pages. So, what is this book? It's a bit of a reverse Wedgie and Gizmo. Here, we've got a Chihuahua, who is a self-declared evil overlord destined to rule the world, who has been recently rescued and is joining a family of sweet and sunny pets in the Chin household. But when the pets team up to take on some nasty squirrels and a neighborhood bully who is tormenting their girl, Lucy, our evil warlord turns kind of grumpy sunshine and leads the squad to a happy ending. The dialogue in this one, especially for Ember the Chihuahua, would make such a fun read aloud. I'm going to go ahead and recommend that you get multiple copies because After you read it aloud, the kids will be begging for their turn, so you're going to need more than one to keep the people happy. This is another short chapter book that has lovely incidental representation of a family with identities we don't historically see centered in Kidlet, and I'm so glad we're seeing more and more of these in the chapter book space. That was Pets Rule, My Kingdom of Darkness by Susan Tan. Now, Last but not least, and in a category all its own, dare we call it hopeful horror, I can't share an episode about my favorite chapter book read-alouds without mentioning one of my favorite kids' books of 2023. It is 
The Skull by John Clausen. You might have heard me talk about this book back on episode four, and I'm planning to talk about it again on an upcoming spooky episode. But just in case this is the only episode of my podcast you ever listened to, I am ethically obligated to tell you about it now. So The Skull is both the sweetest and the creepiest short chapter book you have read this year, or maybe ever. The storytelling tone and even the font size will remind you a little bit of Frog and Toad, but the content is something else entirely. In this story, a girl named Attila is running away from home. She heads into the woods where she discovers a house, and in that house, she meets a skull. The story is this incredible balancing act of being both an unexpected friendship story with fruit picking and tea drinking while also being a total creep fest involving an unforgettable chase scene with a headless skeleton. By story's end, Otilla stands as possibly the baddest badass in all of Kidlet. I love this book. I want it to win a Newbery. Yes, I said Newbery, not Caldecott, because I think the text is doing something new and unique that will have a major impact on Kidlet we see for years to come. And if you have a creepy inclined chapter book reader in your house or your library, you just need it. Plus, reading it aloud will be so much fun because of the repetition in the chase scene. Read it and you will know what I mean. That was The Skull by John Clausen. So that is it. Those are your lucky 13 of short chapter books that are fabulous as read-alouds. If you want more chapter book content, remember that you can go back and listen to episode 13, which was a bite-sized deep dive defining the category, and be sure to come back next week for some spooky season recommendations, including chapter books, or in two weeks for a Help My Kid Needs a Book episode answering listener requests for chapter book recommendations. If you liked what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show and want to help spread the word, I would love it if you could share the show with a kidlet loving friend or share it on social media and tag me so we can connect. If you want more book delight in your life from me, Chrissy, the best place to connect with me is on Instagram at library Chrissy. You can also follow the show at book delight pod and subscribe to my Cupid newsletter by visiting librarychrissy.substack.com. My newsletter publishes the last Sunday of each month, so you can get on a list now and look forward to receiving it at the end of this month. Thank you for listening, and as always, happy reading. <laughs>